I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this throughout this recording, but there is a cat, one of my feral cats, just pawing like mad outside the door. So if you hear crazy meowing, I'm I'm sorry. Um, anyways, uh, hi, welcome to the Witch's Room podcast, where we focus on the art, culture, and business of heretical practices and how you and I can do the same. My name is Derek. I'll be your guide today. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about why my wife decided that I need to take a hike. Um, no, no, we're not getting a divorce. Just literally take a hike. Um, whether I'm just a basic bitch witch or a suburban wine mom. I, I think I got too deep of a voice for that one. Or maybe I'm just an extremely intelligent home cook focused on delicious nutrition. Um, we'll also talk about how I like to celebrate my birthday, which is coming up in the next couple months, as well as what else is going to be going on during other upcoming holidays. You know, Equinox is right around the corner. Gotta get ready. Um... Then we'll talk about one of the best beginner audiobooks you've probably never heard of, but I love it. I hope you will too. And then we're going to finally round it off with asking ourselves the question, have I lost my mind? Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's just get into it. First of all, I want to thank anyone who has uh, stuck it out till this episode. Uh, I apologize for this two-week, maybe three-week delay as of the time of the release of this. But, um, of course, as you know, I'm an American, and we had the 4th of July. This means gatherings, especially in rural America where I live. Um, and that meant, well, being outdoors. And after the massive rain and such that we got in the Pacific Northwest, everything bloomed. My family got hit with some pretty serious seasonal allergies. And my stepson came down with COVID. Um... Yes, he is vaccinated. Um, all the yeses, therefores, testing, all the other words associated with uh, getting a, a relatively enhanced illness in this day and age. I mean, it's not... It, I've worked in healthcare in the past, and... While COVID is dangerous, COVID is serious, um, it's not some of these other illnesses that will just take you out so fast that you you can't even see it, no matter your health. Uh, we can get into a debate on that later on. If you have an opinion and you would like to talk about that, please feel free to email me at thewitchesroompodcast at gmail.com, and I will gladly have civil discourse with you. I'll invite you onto the podcast. We'll have a conversation. Um, I am not past 
talking about it and viewing airing my viewpoints on that illness from my training from my perspective from my experience through all of this as well as through looking at historical documents and historical records that being said that's not what this episode is about um that is just what i'm trying to that's just why this took so long to get out to you and why it's been three different recording sessions since uh, the last actual recording I released. So, that being said, I do want to talk to you today about my plans for the rest of the summer. Um, and I'm really hoping that this is something that maybe I can start getting more people to maybe come out with me and such um i would like to start creating a consistent destination weekend in august where i can start inviting more and more people to come out maybe uh perform some rituals do some talks things like that um this summer, I plan on going out and checking out a few of those that are in my local area. We have great hiking. Um, I'm going to... Speaking of hiking, um, let's derail for a second. I One of the trips is actually going to take me over to the west side of the mountains in Washington near the Seattle area. And my hope is to go out there and check out a few spots because the hiking out there is just mm, chef's kiss. Del delightful. It's amazing, especially if we can find a good place down at the base of Mount Rainier. Um, so I'm going to check out the west side of Mount Rainier, hopefully the east side of Mount Rainier, see which one I like better, see which one has better accommodations for groups and such. And um, if you are listening to this at any time, uh, whether this is a fresh release or later on, please feel free to, again, reach out to me either via email or uh, Twitter and let me know what, whether you would be interested in something like a camp and conference get together. I think it would be fun. And even if we started out small with maybe two or three different people or groups, that would be fantastic. And I think it would be a great way for us to start networking. And of course I would want to try and keep it on a focus of either growing, uh, pagan polytheistic you know occult style businesses um or communities or just kind of um i don't want to use this term loosely but i i i would love for it to be almost like a TED Talks for Pagans, so something like that. How we can improve society through our beliefs, how we can use our beliefs not to indoctrinate other people, not to really push our beliefs on other people, 
but how we can show that our beliefs are structurally sound enough that they can make a significant change in the discourse and the direction uh, that not just the United States is going, but the world. Because if we don't have a voice, we have no room to complain. If we don't fight to get out there and actually try to have a voice in the current political system, we have no room to complain. All we are is old man screaming at fucking clouds, okay? So, I, I'm i sorry that this went off on this tangent, but this is kind of why I want this to work is I want to start getting more people together that are willing to proactively go out and make change and start creating opportunity for each other and create a support network for those of us in these heretical lifestyles to actually create a foundation, a network, uh, a coalition, if you will, um, because I'm a I'm a parent. I I would love to be able to tell my daughter that politics is open to her, but the reality is, is in most places, it's not. It's really not. And as such, I I weep and I get angry a lot because. I'm supposed to live in this fucking country where anything is quote unquote possible within legal bounds, whatever, you know, let's, let's be real. Um, and the reality is, is the best way she could have a chance if she ever wished to have a political lean would be to claim to be a fucking atheist. And then we've had what? I think it comes out to a whopping 4% of uh, presidents who are even uh, anything considered secular or atheist. Uh, yeah, there are more politicians coming out that identify as pagan or polytheistic, but extreme minority, they're a laughing stock, they're part of the fucking Green Party, you know, just stupid shit like that. They're one of the quickest scapegoats out there, ultimately. I want to change that. I don't want it to be weird for a CEO to have a pentagram around their neck openly they there are fuckers with crosses out there around their neck they claim that their faith is the foundation of their success why can't we openly make the same claims you know it i know it to be true for all of us our beliefs our dedication our faith is in fact what makes us strong and if we can get a, even a small coalition of people willing to truly use energy, use effort to make a difference in their community and start making real change in their community, we can start maybe creating safe spaces for our cultures, our communities, and maybe see where it can go. Anyways, like I said... August 
I'm going camping, I'm going hiking, and my hope is to report back to you what I find as time goes on, as I kind of assess and decompress from my experiences. So, let's go ahead and move away from that topic. Um, it gets me kind of oh, hot and bothered and heated, so um, s let's talk about something that I've been enjoying through these days to kind of start cutting weight again. Um, I'm a fatty again. No, no disrespect to my fellow overweight people. I've been, um, my max weight was 350 and through eating paleo and mild body weight exercises, as you may have heard with, on the interview with American Druid, um, I lost, I actually lost almost 150 pounds, but I lost 90 pounds in 90 days when I first got on paleo. And it was fucking amazing because I was eating barbecue. I was grilling. It was summer. So I was always grilling and I was eating barbecue and I'm a meat guy. Like I love meat. Um, but Interestingly enough, what I want to talk about today is a combination of that, the paleo lifestyle, because I got back up to 250, guys. Um, I, I might have even, I might have even one, two days tried to edge up to close to 260. Um, so I'm trying to get back down. I like the way I am right in the 180 to 200 range. So I'm trying to get back down there through this summer. Um, cause I don't care. I like being, I like looking fit in the winter when everyone else is putting on pounds. Um, but it's a veggie dish and it is not just a, a veggie dish. It is a fucking vegan dish. So I have, this piece of technology like i said it's a combination of paleo and then technology and everyone like all right, all right i'm call me a fucking basic bitch whatever but um i fell in love with my instant pot guys like we're talking like wine mom loving the instant pot no offense to wine moms but you know some of y'all are crazy um but i was on one of my favorite recipe sites nom nom paleo and there was this ethiopian cabbage stew recipe and i was talking to the wife and i told her i i would like to learn to like cabbage because i like coleslaw i love coleslaw and I can even make a pretty banging fucking paleo coleslaw. But once you start cooking cabbage, usually I'm just like, pump the fucking brakes, pump the brakes, back up, back up. Let me go, let me go get a steak. Let me get some broccoli if you want me to eat greens. Let me have a fucking salad. Anything like that. Just no cooked fucking cabbage. She's gotten me to eat like one thing. She makes these really awesome uh sausage cabbage rolls but like that was that's been it like sausage cabbage rolls coleslaw that's that's it for 
fucking cabbage for me uh for the most part so i was telling her i needed this and i needed to start eating more cabbage specifically because you know the vitamins and minerals that are present there i'm not eating a lot of other dark leafy greens right now because of where we live they're hard to get at times it was um when i first came across this recipe it was winter so cabbage was pretty abundant um but i've i fell in love with it and we're eating it like at least twice a month right now because it's so basic it's literally just cabbage some potatoes some carrots some cauliflower add some like turmeric and cumin in there or what i did was i had some uh curry powder and berber seasoning and i put that in there and then you just put it in your instant pot for like a minute let that shit aspirate and it is to die for you guys the link will be in the show notes for the recipe as well as a list of a bunch of other instant pot recipes um this may become a regular segment on this is what kind of amazing healthy food can we talk about to keep us energized and keep us going through things like rituals um uh, maybe recipes for upcoming uh holidays and such and what we're going to be what i'm planning on cooking there i love cooking and i love talking about food so that is somewhere where for me it all comes together let's let's tie this together culture community the food has always been the foundation of that within all human society we've always gathered around the fire shared food with our friends shared food with our neighbors those we trust we give food food is often a gift for holidays so I think that may be another spot where our community may be needing a little bit more tightening up is not just the community building, but how do we build these communities? And one of the ways that I think would be awesome is to start seeing like pagan potlucks pop up um, on like meetup and such. Uh who knows maybe for a smaller version of my of my bigger um conference i might start doing little pagan potlucks in my area and welcome anyone through the door that might that's willing to come and be part of the community talk and share um so do me a favor tell me what you think about pagan potlucks what uh healthy recipe you might want to share with the community either do that through email by sending me an email at the witches room podcast at gmail.com or send me a quick dm on twitter that's at the witches room or even instagram at the witches room i need to do more instagram and really get into that i'll have more pictures to be able to share and such so especially through camping and we're gonna be fucking gold mining guys uh just a little bit of panning out there nothing too invasive nothing too destructive nothing destructive at all really um but yeah just playing out in the river 
having some fun, maybe trying to get a little piece of gold here or there. Anyways, let's talk about what's been, what else has been going on. As I mentioned uh, in the lead up initially, um, we celebrated the 4th of July here in our area. Um, while I love everything it stands for and such, and I love the colors in the sky, um, I'm going to be honest, I'm one of those guys that I'm not, I could, I could take or leave the explosions. Um, I like setting off fireworks. I really do. I, um, I don't know. I kind of prefer things more like um, the East Indian celebration of Holi, where you get to just, like, color bomb each other and just have a ton of fun and it's family-friendly. Because, I mean, honestly, how many kids do do we hear about every year blowing their fucking fingers off and shit like that? I was one of those kids, too. Uh I was one of those stupid bastards that was throwing M80s down near a fucking gas pipe. Almost blew me and my friends up. But, um, that's kind of what I don't want, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, every 4th of July there's that article, maybe I'll dig it up for the show notes, but there's that article about fucking one of the countries made, um explosionless fireworks i would be down to see that i love going to things like laser shows on the fourth of july i like just getting out in the woods on the fourth of july being away from nature things like that it's getting harder and harder to not hear that shit uh out in the woods though people go out there and set off fucking fireworks all the time <laughs> need some Smokey the bear intervention on that shit right but Anyways, um, that's what I've been celebrating. What I'm looking at celebrating, though, obviously, as uh, we crest into the second half of summer, um, I'm a late summer baby. So, you know, sometime here in the next couple months, I'm going to be able to be celebrating my birthday and going to fucking hopefully be out on a river, a lake, something to that effect, um, just kicking back with my family, really, uh, so nothing too special, it's, it's hard to consider, especially with the current economy and society the way it is, but, you know, it, it's a time to be joyous for everybody, and, you know, why, why did my mother spend all that time and give birth to me for me to be some ungrateful asshole and not at least thank her for what she did on my birthday, right? That's the way I like to think about it. I like to celebrate the people that help make me who I am because I, I'll be honest, um, little share here that I wasn't expecting to get into, but when I was a about 25 years old, I had a really good friend, and I was working construction at the time, and he actually, 
he was working on an asphalt crew and he was putting down that temporary uh, tape between the the lanes and the asphalt truck driver had a heart attack and because of the way that the the job was being done he couldn't constantly be putting the the brake on and such so he was foot braking everything and when he had his heart attack he let go my my good friend was down behind the back tires and he unfortunately he did not make it off of that job site that day um i found out about it uh, about eight hours later um and turns out they held his funeral on my birthday and for about five years i i couldn't celebrate i would get angry if someone asked me what i was going to be doing on my birthday because all i could think about was the fact that he didn't even make it a year in his marriage he 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 didn't get to see his baby boy born so many things were not able to be done by him because of circumstance and i couldn't handle that because everyone that was acknowledging that fact acknowledged it on the day that i was supposed to be happy that i was supposed to be celebrating well that the day i was supposed to be the most narcissistic that society allows us to be really if we want to get candid about it but i couldn't do that anymore I couldn't be about myself on that day. I started devoting myself to going out and doing community service first. That's how I started claiming that that day back. Um, when I made amends, we'll say, with my mother and I accepted the stupid things that I did when I was young and I forgave her for the stupid things she did when she was young. Um, I was able to thank her on that day. My grandmother who raised me, I thank her on that day. Those people that have molded me and shaped me into the very strong and proud person I am. And I don't mean proud like, um, like, there's a lot of uh, conflict around the word pride right now in the political sphere. And what I will say is I don't mean pride as the Christians deem the sinful pride. I mean proud as in willing to stand up, uh, chivalrous, um, someone who actually likes to stand up for the little guy who likes to get in there and isn't afraid of taking a few barbs to defend what he or she believes in that kind of proud person deserves to be commended because that kind of pride is what it's what elevates society it's what challenges us to do better and that's what I try to celebrate. Those people 
that challenge us to do better when it comes to not just my birthday, but every day, every day. Um, looking further down the road, I'm, if we don't talk about kind of the celebration, more celebration stuff before, uh, then the Equinox is coming up in September. Um, I hope to be sharing kind of my menu as the, as the day gets closer on what I plan on making. And hopefully by then I'll have enough of a following, enough people will be interested that, you know, um, maybe you can share what you're going to do, uh, how you're going to hold festivities. If you're going to have a, a potluck, like I hope to do or something like that. Anyways, any opinion on what we just talked about, any of the rambling I just covered, if you just want to tell me to shut up and stay in my lane, uh, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, But first, I think you might be interested in what we have to talk about next, because next we are talking about about a ceremonial magician who was wrongly accused and convicted of murder. Um, really what we're talking about is his audiobook and his book. This is a man by the name of Damien Eccles, and he was... One of the West Memphis Three, which was a group of teenagers who were accused of a triple murder, and they, like I said, it was extremely circumstantial evidence. They were accused of um, satanic cult worship type shit. And you would think, like, this was back in, during the um the satan scare the satanic scare with D and things like that but this shit happened in 1993 that they were convicted for the murder of three eight-year-olds it was some crazy shit but ultimately through persistence and dedication um, he was able to be released and they were exonerated. Well, <laughs> they weren't exonerated. Let's, let's be real. They're still actually fighting to this day to stay out of jail, especially, especially Damien, because he's been so open about his heretical nature. Um, I definitely recommend you check out his website, DamienEccles.com, and such. And he came back to my, um, he came back to my awareness sphere, and I picked up his audiobook again and was listening because of a, an article where I guess um i guess he is associated with johnny depp and 
he may have inspired the Stranger Things character, Eddie Munson. There was this article written about 10 days at the time of this recording. And there will be a link in the show notes talking about it. But um, it kind of covers it. it I'm not going to claim that it was a, an overly flattering um article but it it was enough that it brought back the who was this guy again and you know i like his i like his writings i'll be honest i like his writings the book the audiobook specifically that i'm listening to is called high magic a guide to the spiritual practices that saved my life on death row this is actually probably one of the of books that I like to recommend to beginners. And so it's been nice going back and re-listening to it because it was when I got back into listening and reading uh, occult and magical writings, this was one of them that I didn't have a lot of hope for because it was right at the beginning of my audiobook journey. And um, I picked it up on a whim. But I was pleasantly surprised, you guys. I really was. Um, like I said, it's it comes about and it's very new person friendly. So you don't got to worry about being like super advanced or understanding anything like that. Because, yeah, I think he's talking about the rituals where he that he was performing when he had nothing. When he, I mean... He had an orange jumpsuit and flip-flops, basically. He might have had two pairs of underwear if he was lucky and a toothbrush once in a while. You know, it, it's just crazy the conditions that people like him, meaning people convicted of murder, especially if they're, they've been wrongly convicted of murder, um, how, they, how they're forced to live and what kinds of shit they endure. So again, please, there, the affiliate link is, or the link is not an affiliate link. I'm, I don't care about Amazon revenue. I'm, I don't think that this is going to go far enough or make enough money for me to worry about doing that shit. So, like I said, pick that up, pick up the book, especially the audio book from Audible. Um, check out his website read the wiki on him fuck just it's an amazing story it's crazy they they did two movies two kind of documentary style movies called uh, paradise lost i believe it was called um it, insanity just insanity but that's something I could probably talk about for hours and go nowhere. <laughs> um, so let's actually get into something a little, a little more serious. So as I mentioned earlier, um, I've been considering the conference and camping situation but that's like once a year that i want to get people together and it's probably only like a three-day period of time that that'll be 
something else I'd like to consider, and I'm really interested in, um, would be something a little bit more like a mastermind dedicated to pagan business owners and just getting people together, maybe, you know, a social media marketer, um, a e-commerce person, uh, some type of life coach, health and fitness people, you know, there are so many different industries and such where we are already present and we just need to be able to have a group of people that understand our faith are willing to accept us by our faith or moreover won't just suddenly turn their nose up when they find out about it i don't know about you but i because of how long i've been um a pagan and a heretic i have had doors closed in my face when people found out about my beliefs you know these kind and welcoming people or so they claimed immediately were like and we're like get the fucking steak let's burn this bitch you know um but the reality just comes down to we need a place that and a, a structure that we can have people come together and um help each other grow businesses and become more of an influential factor in society and i just think that bringing together a um bi-monthly so every other week 26 ish weeks a year um virtual mastermind would be a really great idea additionally that's something that um I will be bringing up a lot, so if you're hearing this now, if you're hearing this in a year from this release, there is a good chance that mastermind is going, and if you want to see if there's a spot open, please, please, please email me at thewitchesroompodcast at gmail.com, and I will get back to you on that. Um, I'm currently kind of considering what the... Uh, structure would look like so if you would like to be a founding member of that mastermind it, please hit me up on twitter or email i already mentioned the email address twitter at the witch's room um and just let me know what you think this is not something i plan on charging for at the moment so i don't know if i ever will my my goal is to provide a resource for people where they can actually start building a foundation and building that um that culture that they can pass on to their family that they can start creating wealth for their family because too often i find our lack of ability or willingness to go and participate in co-workers or bosses social functions because they off they may or may not revolve around their faith will create a backslide for us will create a void will create a stop uh gap and a wall that becomes almost insurmountable and if we can create a way around that 
by creating uh, business opportunities, creating businesses that other pagans can feel uh, comfortable just going and growing in, uh, whether they be an occultist, a druid, a shaman, uh, just a standard pagan, and, you know, the list goes on, we can show what a real welcoming job place, what real acceptance in a job place looks like because again like i mentioned earlier if we're not part of change we have no fucking business saying that anyone else is doing it wrong unless you are willing to step up and do it fucking right you can't say someone else is doing it wrong because you are not coming from a place of experience you are coming from a place of spite. And that shit needs to end. My goal is to start creating a group of people that society can look to and be like, that is a model fucking occultist. That is a model pagan in society. Whatever that means. Whether that means we have to re-fucking shape society to look more like us. Or whether we have to start going and getting actual political change happening for them to start acknowledging that we are people too. When you say all religions, it doesn't just mean all Abrahamic religions. There was the, um, I believe it was Bremerton versus Kennedy. And, um, it, it was about a high school football coach who would pray on the 50-yard line. Now, he won that at the Supreme Court. I would love to see someone, after a game, go and perform a fucking ritual on their high school 50-yard line. Who's going to stop you? You're allowed. Additionally, same week, the Supreme Court ruled that there was a good chance that religious-based schools can use public funds. Well, why don't we have pagan, more pagan-focused schools? And why are the pagan-focused schools that we do have considered some kind of weird cult, cult schools or shit like that? I know of uh, one group of schools here in Washington that if you said that you were sending your kids to those schools, you would be looked at like you came from a different fucking planet. That needs to be stopped. And the only way it's going to stop is not by us complaining and wow, wow, we're so oppressed. Wow, wow, it hurt our feelings. No. The way we stop it is by creating a scenario where it's just normal. Where people don't see it as odd. It's just another place. And the only way that happens is not by us going and bitching. Instead, by us being proactive and actually making these changes. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Very hard. Is it scary? Fucking A. Look at these Islamic churches and such that are getting bombed. Look at, well, even Christian churches are getting shot up and bombed these days. So, 
are we going to have issues? Yeah, probably. Are we potentially, by coming together, risking our lives? Yeah, I think so. Should we let that fear stop us? No. Or else, why? Why are you doing this? Why are you, if you're in the United States, why are you an American? We have freedom of fucking religion for a reason. Most places are adopting freedom of religion for a reason. In the ancient world, they had more freedom of religion than we have in most places today. Yes, you had to pay an extra tax. Yeah, okay. But oftentimes, that shit was just accepted. We need to get back to that. Not the taxing part, just the acceptance part. The only way we can make that happen is by being more aggressive than any other generation of heretic culture that has ever existed. Yes, we need to look back and see their experiences and learn from those. But then we need to look forward and make sure our children aren't having to repeat those experiences. Because if we do that, we fail being ancestors to our descendants. We worship ancestors oftentimes in pagan, polytheistic, occult, you know, most heretical belief systems. Ancestors come in and play a major role. We have to think about what it's going to be when we're the ancestors. Are you going to be a good ancestor to your descendant? Or are you just going to be another name lost to the ether? I know I want to be fucking evoked. I want people to want to talk to me. Because I made change for their life. Because I made life easier for them and I want them to know the wisdom I can bestow upon them because I have learned so much in this life I would hate for it to go away when this form does because nobody fucking cared about what I did because I am not going to be that old man screaming at clouds I am going to create change I am going to make acceptance. Please, please join me. You can do that in multiple ways. Go out in your community and just fucking make change in your community. Make change in your schools. Do things like that. Additionally, start a business. It doesn't take much these days. Find something... You Not that you're passionate about necessarily, but that you can do a thousand times. And go and do it. Charge a little bit of money for it. Use your beliefs as your foundation, as your structure. And share that with people. I'm doing that now. Because one of my major tenets is oral tradition the oral tradition sharing information through talking through sharing stories through shared experience i want to share with you my experience my 
understanding of the world. I would love to learn yours. But I can't be the only one doing that. I need your help. It doesn't take much, like I said. Start a community. Start a fucking potluck once a month where a bunch of people can feel safe coming together with other people like them. They share a meal from their faith, from their culture, from their tradition that they just fucking love to make. And you get to meet new friends. There, It's all win-win. I hope you'll do this with me. Please, if you do, snap a picture, share it, tag me on Instagram, at the witch's room. I'd love to see it. I will definitely share it out. Um, but with that, I want to thank you for lending me this time. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you.